It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Cox, and I am the host of the New America Movement. I also have my co-host, Jordan Cox. Jordan, say hello. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing this evening? Hey, man, let's go vacation in California. What do you say? Um, you can go by yourself if you want well, to. Well, if you got some extra money, and go there because it's becoming the most expensive state in the union. Wonder well, yeah. why. Why is California in an energy crisis, <laughs> and it's the most expensive place to live? You know, you know how you judge a country. Now, this is what politicians will tell you about, you know, bragging about America. And this is really true. You judge the greatness of a country by raising its gates, opening its gates. When you open the gates of any country, if it's a good country, people run in. If it's a bad country, people run out. How many people are leaving California? Oh, my goodness. You need to be in the U-Haul business in California because... They are renting the U-Hauls because they're leaving California by the thousands. And it's almost become an epidemic in California. Their schools are emptying. Do you know that there are people who now are saying, I just refuse to put my kid in a school in California. And their class sizes are actually dropping. And, you know, you ask yourself why. Well, because people send their kids to get an education, not to be indoctrinated. School is about thought, not about indoctrination, not about forcing kids to choose political sides. And California is the king of this. Mm-hmm. But now they've got this uh, uh, energy crisis, almost 40 million people living in that uh, uh, state. And they're the fifth largest economy in the world. And yet they have the highest taxes and people are leaving by the hundreds of thousands. Uh, it, you, you see people in the South, you meet people all over the country outside of California, and they're all saying, we're glad we're out of here. Matter of fact, I was flying to Vancouver a few weeks ago, and I'm in the airport, and I'm talking to a lady at the desk, and uh, I tell her where I'm from, and she says, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. She's from San Francisco. And I said, well, isn't this a beautiful state? And she says, oh, my God, it's so expensive, and said, you can't even walk out of your door. I said, well, why not? She says, my goodness, even in the airport, we don't recommend you to leave the airport because we have people being stabbed. I said, well, what are you talking about? And she said, the violence. I said, well, why is there violence in California? In San Francisco, she said, my gracious, the homeless people are here by the thousands. Mm. And said, anybody that lives in San Francisco will tell you, do not leave your house. Be very careful where you go and anywhere you go in San Francisco. And she said, matter of fact, we've looked at South Carolina because we want to get out of California. Now, what's interesting is that they're in this energy crisis, and you see all these leaders in California. 
that are trying to come up with this thing that's going to fix their energy crisis. It's going to solve it, pretty sure. You know, they want to get all their vehicles, 50% of their vehicles on hydrogen or electric vehicles by the year 2030 and pretty much fully by 2035. So, in other words, you cannot sell a car that burns on fossil fuel in, you know, around 10 to 15 years. By 2030, they're going to clamp down so tight on it that you're almost going to be forced to buy this sixty to $100,000 car or you won't have a vehicle. They're pretty much going to get rid of all fossil fuel vehicles. Now, think about that. You know, if you're any kind of economist or business person and you're running a pizza delivery business, if you're running a carpet cleaning business and, and the state is telling you that in anywhere from eight to 10 years, we're going to get rid of all of these fossil fuel vehicles. You're not going to be able to buy one. Well, what is going to happen to these companies and these businesses? I know the answer to that. They're going to say, we're not talking about those, but they're going to start targeting them. They're going to limit part sales. They're going to limit uh, renewing of license and tags on these vehicles because their goal is to turn California into a state that runs 100% on electric vehicles. Now, I want to talk about how stupid this is, if I can, because if and some of <laughs> people don't stupid. know this, to make a battery for an electric car is one of the most complicated mechanisms that's on earth. It literally has thousands of parts and you have to mix a lot of very deadly chemicals together to get that battery to last a long time. And if you study how you make batteries, when that car ceases to exist, what do you do with the battery? It is 10,000 times more lethal than a regular car battery or a gas engine. The problem is going to be how do you and where do you put all these batteries? That's the first problem. The second thing is if you use an electric car, a refrigerator, just in comparison, if you buy a car electric and you come home and you plug it into your garage and you want to give it what they call the full charge, do you know that it is 50 times more energy than the burning of your refrigerator? So Ooh. it's like having 50 refrigerators in your home to just charge it so, one time. So Go are, ahead. So are you saying that this really doesn't work? I'm saying that according to really smart people, no, it doesn't work. It's not an answer. So, it is a political motivation that that for some reason, and, and I think a lot of this, Jordan, is that a lot of these people just aren't that smart. No. You know, you look, you look at politicians and sometimes you scratch your head and say, man, how'd you get in office? And how are you helping the country with that thing on top of your head? Because when you talk, you know, well, like AOC, my God, the list goes on and on and on oh, of, these, Lord, of these leaders that have no capability of helping this country. No. And matter of fact, they're doing so much damage to it that they're willing to take the state of California and say we're going green, we're getting rid of fossil fuels, when you're willing to use a battery that's going to burn a lot of electrical power, and let me remind you of this, when you have 40 million people burning, uh, charging up their vehicles uh, in California, what are you going to do? Can the power grid withstand that? Well, because so you already have a weak, you already have a weak power grid, and you're asking 40 million people, which would probably be, I, I'm just going to throw a number, maybe 15 million so cars at night, plugging in their car. The the, the, the grid's going to fall off. It's going the grid's going to fall off the grid. Let me say it that way. You want to hear something funny? What's that? Gavin Newsom 
California pleads for drivers to stop charging cars right after banning gas vehicles. <laughs> this is the point. This is the point. You cannot sustain this. You can't. The so I, I just want to touch on this real fast. You, you you're trying to go green in like eight years. All this stuff like that. That's fine. That's cool. But now you're telling your citizens that they they have to stop charging their cars now. Their electric cars. You told them to go get them. See, <clears throat> that's the problem here. One problem creates another problem. And if you don't have answers for the first problem, once you get on board with what you're trying to accomplish, you've created another set of problems. There's no way or where we can store these harmful batteries. There is no way that our grid system can withstand all of these vehicles being charged up. So there has to be a more realistic plan. Now, I'm not saying electrical cars are bad because they're not. Uh, but I am saying we have to think about how we're going to move forward resolving our energy crisis in this country that is economically fair, that benefits all the states and really helps the American people. Because I say this, I don't see a lot of programs out there that the government develops that I could call or say are good for all the people all the time. I think that electric vehicles are going to be a wave of the future, but we still are going to have in in 20 years, in 30 years, we'll be having the same conversation. What are we doing with all these batteries? Well, how are we going to charge these vehicles up? So, so, and then they're going, the left are going to be saying, oh, we got to get rid of electrical vehicles because they're ruining our planet. They're, 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 they're creating this toxicity in the ground and our water system. Just, just like this, just like this. You know how you got vegans and you got people that eat meat and all this stuff like that, right? Okay. Well, just, this is the same thing. Vegans out there. I'm not, this ain't a knock on y'all. Believe me. I don't, care what you do i don't you can do all that but this is this is kind of how this works right if you're a vegan do you eat avocados do you eat uh um or do you drink almond milk stuff like that if so then there are billions of bees brought in to make sure that avocado and all of these almonds and all this stuff grow and just a quick little story here i'm growing vegetables at my house and my girlfriend's brother tells me, he's like, hey, you know, I'm asking, I'm like, my zucchini will not, will not come. It'll bloom, but it won't, it, it, it just won't do it. It will not produce fruit. So he comes in and goes, he says, well, do you have any bees around there? And I said, no, I don't. He said, well, they have to come, they have to pollinate this, and then you get your zucchini. Then they'll come. I said, okay. So I go home, pour sugar water, I'm trying to track bees. Doesn't work. Long story short, you got to have bees. These vegans over here are saying, well, we're not going to eat meat because of, you know, killing a cow or killing whatever. Well, what about the bees, right? So it's, and you know how those bees, I'm coming to a point with this, y'all following me. What about the bees? Do they, do they not matter? And also, well, let me say this about the bees, what people don't realize. The big thing now with bee farms is you move them from one state to the next. Go ahead. Absolutely. And I was about to touch on it. Absolutely. And when you move them from one state to the next, what do you, what do you put that many bees in? It's, uh, oh, a truck. Or you fly them. 
You, there, there is literally billions of bees being transported all over our state or all over our country. And for, for people, vegans and other people, which I'm not knocking vegans. I really want to make that clear. That, that is perfectly fine. But the are you climate change people out there? Every, my point to this is everything that you do comes from somewhere. And when it comes from somewhere, it's most likely a truck. And it's most likely got gas in it. And it's most likely driving thousands, hundreds of miles to get to you, to be able to drop this And stuff it's not off. only that, too. You're right. But one of the things, too, that people don't realize, they lose about 20% of the bee population because bees are not, uh, they're not comfortable with being boxed up, put on a truck, yeah. and driven halfway across the country. So there's about a 20% drop yes. in the bee population just by virtue of the fact Before that they you move them. Yes. And so I think one of the arguments there, if you're all about the animals, then why is it that you're not fighting for bees? Because I'm going to tell you this right now, bees are more important than cows because if you don't have bees, you don't have pollination. If you don't have pollination, you don't have tomatoes, you don't have apples, you don't have oranges and plums. And you know what happens? Starvation. It is a known fact that if the bee population of the world were to completely and radically disappear, starvation would hit the world like nothing nothing it's, it's society has effect. ever seen. It's, it is. Everything so has bees a are important. The point of it is, and I agree with you, this comes out of that left-wing ideology yes. that you see in places like California where they have cut down almost every crop in America to produce almonds and avocados because those are the two hot items being sold and manufactured in the world today. And so people bring these bees in, and the vegans then say, well, that's good. They drink the milk, eat the avocados, but you also have a massive problem because you're losing a massive part of the bee population, which they need to pollinate the almonds and and the avocados, but at the same time, they're not saying anything about how many bees die in this process and i think we all know throughout america there is a massive bee shortage in this country and and we don't can't figure out why so many bees are dying and i think we've lost and this is a number i know there's maybe 20 25 percent of the bee population but where are the left fighting for that you're fighting for vegans and you, you and well, you're you're in a californian thinking that well we're the cutting edge and yet you're allowing these bees to die that you're going to need to feed you in the future. But, it's confusing. But, but I don't is, know. But isn't it just like liberals to not stand up for the little guy? That's a good point. Yeah. Is, isn't it just like liberals to not stand up for the little guy? It's so okay. Well, they do. They, they just put you on plantations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, so it's okay. It's okay to not want to kill the cute little cow. You're a human because of that. You're 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 better than the people that eat them, but the moment you eat avocado, it's, it's the same it's, thing. It's the same. So, but I love avocados. I love almond milk. I know went on a, a, a little tangent here, but my point is, they get to these places one way or the other. Climate, you, you cannot and physically cannot survive off of just being electric. Everything you cannot do it. It won't happen. They did a whole study on a. Uh, they had an electric truck and a gas truck. They wanted to see what wouldn't which one pulling the same amount of weight. I think it was like sixteen hundred pounds or something, six hundred pounds, something like that. I can't remember. But they're going the same distance. Which one will stop first to get gas, or which one will die first? Just going going the same distance. 
You know that uh, electric truck died and the gas truck kept going and it still had over a quarter of a tank in that truck to keep going? Well, the, the, I, here, here's one of the bottom lines Can't that, sustain we, it. that we see in the country. We are not at a place that we can get rid of fossil fuels. Do we need to try to get off of them? Yes. Are there good plans out there? No. I don't see any plan out there. Well, even that, Elon Musk said that. Yeah. E- even Elon Musk said, look, like, th- this is not sustainable. I cannot, we, we can't do this. Yeah. And you and you got to realize we're only 3% of the population in the world. And if you took every car off the market uh, and you went 100% electric, you're only going to save a portion of uh, power because you still got to charge your vehicle in that's on the power grid. Most power grids are ran by coal, which is a fossil fuel, or they're run by n- nuclear plants. So th- this, this is not a long-term solution for the problems we're facing in America. And once again, if you got all the cars off the grid in America, remember – all 60% of it goes in everything else that's around you. Everything in this room has some sense of oil product tied to it. Getting cars off the road is not going to fix our problem. It is a small drop in the bucket to a larger problem. There are 8, million, 8 billion people in, this, in, in the world today, and everybody is absorbing fossil fuels faster than we can we won't even try to keep up with. so, And I don't see an, any answer in the future to this. Should we try? Yes. I don't want to sound ignorant up here like I'm ignoring the, the, the big elephant in the room, and that is, yeah, we got to do something in this country about that. But I don't know that we're at a place we can solve this. I think it's just going to take more technology, more scientists working on answers. Uh, eventually, we will have to figure out a way to harness the sun's energy and use that as a source that we can distribute out through the world. You don't think we've been trying that for years? Yeah, but, but at some point, we'll get there. But we're not there now. And what we're doing is not going to fix the problem. It's going to take a more unilateral uh, uh, effort throughout the entire world dealing with a lot of these issues that are but, really... But now we're talking about a one-world thing now. Well, you know, it it, it is so, a, it, a lot of issues out here. That's what I'm saying. What I'd, so, like, what I'd like to see is my company develop that product and sell it to people around <laughs> yeah, the world. That's exactly. That's a better idea, but we'll see. <laughs> Capitalism at its finest. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, folks, thank you once again. The New America Movement. Appreciate you tuning in. Have a great day, and God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.